Welcome back to another episode of Life is Raw. This is episode number three. Yep. This is crazy. Back so soon. Back so soon, man. <laughs> so yeah, uh, as you can hear, we have a, a, a special guest with us here today, uh, my lovely wife, uh, Shayla. Hello, Say everyone. Hi. What's up, Shayla? And then we got my co-host. Daniel. And then me, Giovanni. Um an Emmy, an Emmy, baby Emmy. <laughs> she's baby over Emmy. here. She's gonna, she's gonna throw her in, her opinion at the end of all this. So today, um, it's been a couple of crazy months. It's been a couple of crazy weeks. A couple of crazy days. Um, but oh, I, I felt like this needed to be talked about because there's been a lot of crazy people in general outside. And the, the, the thing that I really wanted to talk about was the protesters. Um, I think it's, it's crazy that there's people out there that feel like they're being trampled on their rights. I think that it's crazy that they're letting conspiracy, conspiracy theories, um, just let them, you know, leading their mind to like fake information and fake thoughts you know to even think that we're living in a tyranny i want to say protesters are uh conspiracy creators <laughs> like right now yes i feel like if there's a video on youtube about a conspiracy it was most likely a protester they definitely feed the fire yeah yeah sure. and i mean for me protesting there's nothing wrong with it because there's certain things that you should protest especially if there's like an injustice like for say you know back in the day with like um the civil rights movement mm -hmm. like i mean come on like that makes sense to me yeah, yeah protesting for that protesting for um equal rights for women or protesting for um wages when you're not you know getting yeah, paid yeah, yeah. pro humanity yeah like stuff that you know advances you in your life or in other people's life that makes sense but when you're protesting a idea that you heard three hours ago on a conspiracy theory uh video like that doesn't really make much sense and that's what i feel like a lot of these protesters have uh, let themselves into and uh, i wanted to talk about um who's basically behind these protests and um why why it's happening you know right. and uh i wanted to get you your use uh use guys i wanted to get a <laughs> you guys use guys, guys. <laughs> you know what i wanted to get you guys uh opinion on a protest real quick so what, what do you what do you think what do you how do you I, feel about all this i think uh, i think i think uh protesters right now are being a little bit more uh irresponsible than people that are going out to party definitely because i mean people that are going out to party aren't just having fun i mean they're they're being irresponsible people because they don't know any better but the people that they are, know better but just they don't care yeah but, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah and uh but the people that are protesting they're literally i think they're trying to uh take justice into their own hands 
They're, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the the reasons are not are not smart. The reasons, I mean, they're saying that they they've been taking their rights away, uh, and they go to hospitals, and I seen that they're creating uh, violent situations in the world that we definitely. that's definitely not what we need right now. Definitely, definitely. Uh, how do you feel about the protesters? I think I'm past angry. I think I'm just super disappointed. I think it's like this feeling inside me where it's like, wow. Like, I think we could explain so much on maybe their motives and maybe their background on it and specifically who these people are. But I think at this point, like you were saying at the beginning, like these protests are meant for civil rights movements, for something that are are big for change stuff that you want to bring up because they're so serious because you are not being heard like these are groundbreaking like generational things that need to be broken that need a movement forward and then stuff like this which I'm, I'm saying I'm disappointed because it's it's I feel like it doesn't compare to all of those those uh you know rallies and and just like tears and sweat and blood shed you know for our generations past that i feel like we're not giving it justice for our babies for our future generations i feel like looking back you know maybe when emmy grows up she's gonna be like wow i'm not very proud of that movement you know what i mean no definitely i feel that i feel like it's it's very much a um uh, this is a little bit conspiracy-ish, uh, but I feel like it's very much a political movement that um, has been taking place in those in those um, in those protests. I feel like uh, from what I've been reading and researching a little bit, it, it, it's definitely being pushed by people who want to gain a upper hand in, you know, be it the presidential race or be it uh, in their states where there's going to be some. Um, um, some uh, congressional uh, voting happening for certain seats. I think it's easy to stir up people's emotions by telling them that uh, the city that you're living in right now, um, if it's a Democratic leader or whatever, they identify themselves and, they, and they've taken a very um, strict stance on the quarantine uh, process. Uh, I think it's it's a good opportunity for the opposite party to be like they're being communist, they're being uh, tyrannist, they're they're trying to take your freedoms away, and they're it's going to start by telling you to stay home, and then when you stay home, they're going to want to take your guns. So mm-hmm. go ahead and buy all your guns. That's why you saw all those crazy yeah. like yeah. gun purchases when this whole uh, virus quarantine started happening. Yeah, they were like, selling just as fast as toilet paper. Yeah. That's crazy. Like I, to weigh those two together. Yeah. Like that's crazy to me. Can you can you wipe <laughs> your ass with a bullet? I mean, I don't know how that feels, but but yeah. So um, for me, uh, like the topics that I wanted to, uh, well, the the, the 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 points that I wanted to hit about these protests, you know, it's like who who's causing it? Why are people protesting it? Um, what is what is astroturfing mean which is an important word that a lot of here i've heard a lot of people throw out there um how it's propagated through social media how it's affected certain states um and then the militias that are happening that are starting to do crazy things like in michigan that's kind of scary and then at the end of it uh from all the information that i relay i want to get your guys 
guys' opinion on that, and I wanted to share my my end opinion on that. Um, so yeah, so here we go, here we go. So reasons that people are protesting all this, of course, being that the coronavirus has shut down a lot of businesses, a lot of entertainment areas, a lot of things, the economy has been going down. Reasons are loss of jobs, economic instability, lack of government support, which I know a lot of people like have been complaining about the um, the unemployment program. Like people are struggling, <clears throat> and just to like sign up or to even receive any payment. And I'm pretty sure that sucks, especially if you have a family that you're trying to maintain. I mean, I know that. I, I don't know what I would do if I were to lose my job and not being able to provide my my portion to my family. You know. Well. With that being said, I mean, we have been in that case way before all of this going on. Like, I think in that point, we can relate to a certain level. Yes, yes. Because there, you know, even before our baby, uh, just us two, like, Mm -hmm. very early on in our marriage, something like you've lost your job and we're out a couple months where I was definitely earning significantly less than you and we still had to pay our rent we still had to pay our bills and i was paying all that for a couple months yeah recently you know like where you took the uh, being more involved with this where you took the the well we made the choice it wasn't so much you yourself but we made the choice for you to stay home two weeks because it was people at work weren't taking the precautions yeah um needed for for our family in in Mm -hmm. reality because i think we've always said this it's not about them it's about everybody else you know i feel like if we start seeing it like that it's not so much about yourself but it's about other families it's about other people then i think everybody would take it a little bit more serious but um and and with that that impacted us a lot too because now we do have a baby she has to eat stuff like that and thank god i've you know had the privilege to work home at home even, yeah. even with all of that but it's definitely a scary feeling and i i could i i could yeah. get what where they're coming from yeah. but still like and i feel like that sets a lot of people in a in a bad mental mental space when you know sometimes it, it, it comes down to like one person being able to provide in their in the household you know and that's that's definitely a scary um scary place to be you know and then it doesn't help that you know other reasons are also like when you start reading into conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. i think um us uh, you know as as this podcast continues we we like to dabble a little bit into some of them but there's people out there that just don't dabble in them them. (laughs) they they live by them and they like they deep dive into them yeah, I think to us, well, to me, it makes it interesting because it kind of just opens your mind a little bit to what could be. No, definitely. Yeah, but some people, bro, <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. And it, it drives them to a point where it it's real. They live in straight up paranoia. Like, they're always thinking, oh, they're trying to get me. It's the government or like, dude, there's, it's been to the point that I've met a couple of people that I have to tell them. You need to lose your phone for like a week or two. <laughs> for real. Like take a break you from need, YouTube and you need to chill. Reddit. Uh, chill out. Because you would think that they're like on crack or something because of how they talk about. 
conspiracies. Yeah, and uh, you know some of the conspiracies that you hear. It's uh, oh, China's doing this. China's trying to make uh, the United States uh, yeah. uh, communist, and they're doing it through democratic leaders, or if they're not democratic, whatever they are. Um, you know, and it, and it set them to protest what they feel like it's been tyranny. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they it set them to protest towards like. Like I said, uh, democratic leaders or governors or mayors or you know whoever it is, and it, it, it it's it's stoked that fire, you know that. Um, I personally saw this a couple of years ago. I mentioned this before we started recording to you. It reminded me of the Tea Party. Mm-hmm. Now, not the Boston Tea Party from uh, back in the day, but like the Tea Party in uh, the early two thousands, where they started protesting against um, taxes that were happening. Uh, they were protesting against a lot of uh, democratic leaders, and all this was being fueled by um, conservative conservative uh, parties, if you want to call them that, uh, such as the Koch brothers, not the Koch brothers as like the Koch company, but like the oil industry uh, Koch brothers or Koch uh, industries, which they their uh, oil refineries and they they're just in the oil industry. And they wanted to get people into the government that were okay with uh, the practices that they had in their businesses. So they started um, financing the Tea Party, right? So that reminded uh, this whole new um, this whole new movement that I don't know if you know what they call themselves, um, but they call themselves the Liberate Movement. Uh, so the people that are protesting yeah the people that are protesting right now they're calling themselves the liberation movement or liberate movement so i don't know if you've uh like seen it on like social media or anything like that they'll be posting like oh liberate texas liberate alabama liberate new jersey i like how you said alabama alabama (laughs) so you know they 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 um they start organizing in like these small groups and like social media and everything to um to like stoke fire in into people and uh, one question that i that i have for you guys like have you seen have you guys seen anything like that in your social media like people posting um stuff like that like um uh, either about the protest or about um you know certain websites or or people that they're following that keeps uh stoking that fire nah not yet i've seen some protesting uh, i guess but it's been like people reposting stuff that's going on like uh i guess what is it was it georgia or other states where the people were protesting about the nurses and then they were protesting because they were they were trying to get america uh opened again business-wise and then you had nurses going out there and protesting against them i was like this is creating a never-ending circle like you're gonna have some people protesting protesting for one reason then you're gonna have some other people out there trying to explain what i mean there was people out there fighting nurses yeah i I saw those videos um i think the most popular video is uh, one white lady that's in her pickup truck and she's like out the window literally screaming at a nurse uh that's like trying to hold them back i think um that was actually the one of the first big protests that happened and i think that was called uh operation gridlock that happened in michigan where they literally organized to uh go into the streets and literally just stop traffic yeah 
and the one that you were telling me about yes that the the ambulance took like 15 minutes yes to so they get in. they they went to certain hospitals around the city and literally black blocked traffic into the hospital and there was a, a good amount of ambulances that weren't able to go into the hospital there was an ambulance that took them 15 minutes from arriving close to the hospital to even make it into the hospital 15 minutes in my opinion that's not even life or death that's death yeah if 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 someone's in a point where you know they need medical attention serious medical attention 15 minutes you're you're basically telling someone just die you know they're making them martyrs without yeah giving them the choice yeah it's like for me like seeing the the images of someone screaming at a nurse who just literally might have come out of their shift like a couple hours ago and literally screaming at them and telling them hey go back to if you don't if uh if you don't like the united states go to communist china it's like dude this person is literally in the front line trying to keep people alive yeah i wonder if they would feel the same way if maybe their family member got sick or themselves got sick like would they refuse at that point treatment i I think conspiracy wise like people that believe in conspiracy theories even if someone that they know were to get sick they would probably still be like they're not sick they don't have covid i don't know well that's my that's my i guess my big question like i would really I would really love to see what would happen then. Let's say that same lady uh, that was protesting, she ends up getting sick because obviously she's probably not taking the precautions that she needs. She's around so many people that are probably not taking the precautions that they need. What if she was to end up getting sick? Is she going to have that same mentality? Is she going to be a martyr then? I think um, I know that one of the organizers for one of the protest he ended up testing positive for coronavirus and i don't think they they care i don't think that they're like oh well this i think for them it's just like whatever we'll keep on going and i think it's mostly because the idea keeps on going it's crazy how they are trying to say that um they're fighting against communist um I guess mentality or communist. Um, go, I, it's weird to say it. Um, Just communism. Yeah, like they're they're. This is something that that we have to do to save lives. Like having to shut down certain parts of uh, the U.S. and they have the like the freaking. Uh, um. irony no audacity yeah they have the audacity to say that you know like they're calling something (coughs) communist when they're the ones acting like communist people like they're willing to lose their lives their family's life to get one one uh one point proven you know like yeah it's really just a few dollars yeah and it's I find it to me, they're the same people that would protest this, um, uh, the, the the shutdowns, everything. But there would be the ones that would welcome the stimulus checks, like so much. 
and the that the stimulus check and all that that is very much a socialism idea which is something that they're completely against in so for me like i find it funny when they're protesting this one thing when they call this uh so uh, they call this communist they call it tyranny but they're more than happy and welcome to the idea of receiving a stimulus check like if it's nothing like i'm pretty sure that if it was coming from a different uh party the idea of that they would still call it socialism and they would still accept it like um there's a there's a phrase in um that uh, he who like spits upward will land. On, it's gonna land on your face, right? And I feel like that's how they are. Oh, like definitely. they're the type of people that will go on in their belief and air this and all that. But once it comes back to them, you know, they'll take it and they'll still be like, "No, it it didn't land on me." Well, I think it's because they're making it seem like, well, I deserve this for the inconvenience. I deserve this because I'm an American. I deserve this because, you know, I feel like it's it's that victim mentality of like, oh, no, you're not, you're not, it's not that you're trying to help me. It's that you owe me this and, you, you know, you should keep it coming because I'm very inconvenienced. Yeah. There's other people that step into a restaurant. And the, the, like, if their order were to take two minutes longer than expected, Ooh. they'll be like, "Can I talk I've to your manager? I've seen Can that. I talk to your manager?" Dude, I hate those people. Like, I don't want to say that I'm very much a person that conforms itself, uh, conforms themselves in like uh, when they get an order wrong. But I really don't make. I re- your I, battles. Yeah, I don't. I really don't make it a ba- a, a big deal. To some people, small things like that will, like, bother them. But to me, like, if it's... Like, it'll bother me, and I'll be like, damn it, they messed up in my order. But at at the end of it, I'll be like, it's still food. If it's food, it's still food, and I'm going to eat it. But yeah. for some people, have, like, the audacity to, like, take it to a point where, like, you're offending their family Dude. because you got their order wrong. And But the thing is, look, look, hold on. The thing you heard me wrong... Like I don't, I'm not even saying that they got they get the order wrong. I'm just saying they probably take a minute or two longer than expected, and they act like if it's the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah. it's you're still gonna get it. You, I mean, yeah. it's not the end of the world, but they go nuts, bro. Like, like, and even if they were supposed to get the order wrong, you could still ask them to fix it. It's not the end of the world. Like, and these people are just being idiotic and. Uh, I mean, you don't know what's going on behind the kitchen. Like, yeah. you don't know what's going on behind the counter. You don't know what's going on with the other person. I mean, right now, those people are not being thoughtful of the nurses that are not seeing their families, of the workers that have like are eventually are getting sick because they're out there, you know, yep. helping people, and they're just thinking about themselves for no reason. Like, like this is a moment that. We should be thoughtful of others, and they they choose to be selfish. Definitely. So um, one one thing that uh, I looked into um, was if there if there's other people protesting about the same thing around the world. So th- there's a lot of countries that are protesting about the shutdowns and everything. One of the ones that uh, it's kind of like the crazy one, kind of like the U.S. is Brazil. Like even the president of of Brazil, Bolsonaro, he's literally out there with the people protesting with them it's like dude like come on you're supposed to be a leader and like telling people 
like, hey, be safe. But he's out there telling them, you know, you shouldn't take this from your local governments, blah, blah, blah. Like, you have in the favelas, the little, like, uh, villages, you have gangs that are being more thoughtful about their people than even the government out there. Uh, I know that in Mexico, some of the cartel is even like giving they're out being more food. humane they're being more humane what? they're they're the, they're the people that when you think the cartel like you think about That's like scary. the worst yeah. yeah oh i've always respected the the gangsters <laughs> <laughs> no but no because i feel like the gangsters are the community like well they're the people they've seen the struggle yeah from, they, they know the, the struggle so they I want to say everybody that has to go out and do something is there's there's a reason behind it. I don't yeah. think anybody just wakes up and says, you know, like I'm just gonna be a, a gangster or a drug dealer to them. No, that that's probably their only way out to help out their family, to feed their family, or to make a difference for somebody that's coming behind them. Yeah. And that's the way. I'm not saying everybody should go out and become a gangster or <laughs> join, join the cartel. No, please. Sinaloa, hit me up. Yeah, no, like, I mean, in in other countries, that's their, you know, that's their option, and they they take they take that option. And, oh yeah. But now they're proving that they're more humane and more thoughtful of others than the freaking government. No, and and that's crazy. You know that. In some places, um, these protests or these demonstrations have brought, you know, sometimes the worst people that we consider the worst people to actually be some of the, like, the most thoughtful people in those certain places. And again, you can say, well, there's an ulterior motive to them, which, yes, there is, you know, because they can be like, well, we helped you guys out. Mm. You know, you got to return the favor. It's, it's quid pro quo, yeah. you know. And so I kept looking at other other countries and i found one country that actually protested the way that i think the protest should happen there were social distancing they literally painted out like locations where people can be at in their location social distancing in the city i know it was in the middle east i can't remember what uh country it was but literally you look at it and it seems kind of surreal because you you can see all the people spaced out and you can see the city like all the people spaced out protesting i'm like if you want to protest and if you want to make a point that you're that this is this is this this is the best way i can put it this is sucking you know and you want to protest about it do it the proper way do it the way that you 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 show the people on top i'm taking this serious but this is this is what i think should need to happen Mm -hmm. but when you're out there with your guns when you're out there with your Confederate flags, when you're out there saying, "I need to go get my hair done," "I need to get my nails done," it's like you're just being petty at that point. Like me right now, I'm letting my hair grow out. There was a period where like I hated it and I wanted to go get a cut, which I still need a cut. <laughs> uh, but we'll do you that know, later. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but like, yeah, how come you haven't tried a uh, home haircut? She she is. We just haven't had time. Yeah, but we we gotta do it. Maybe Maybe we need to do it. We'll send you a picture. Yeah. But like, it's like seriously, like go live on IG. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would. Um, but like seriously, like you know, these things are just minor inconveniences that yeah. are not going to destroy your world. Like the big stuff, like not being able to 
find a job right now. A lot of people are having are yeah. struggling like finding jobs because nobody wants to hire just because it's not going to meet up meet their uh, like uh, bottom line to like pay people. You know, so there's stuff where like I understand you're like, hey, help us out, but protesting that way that doesn't help. Yeah, like I understand protesting is necessary when the system fails. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it's for. Yeah, but whenever right now really there's only one option for this for this system that we're doing right now is to prevent you know a mass death rate from one virus that could easily be uh uh i guess provoked or uh contained if we just social distance for a few months Mm -hmm. and people i mean it's not like we're social distancing it's not like people are if you're if you're that desperate to get back to work, find a different find a different uh, career or find a start a hobby, start yeah, something online. Start like, like try a different option, like yeah, like a hobby, like try something that you always wanted to do. All these hustling people made started making masks. All yeah. these people like Yep. Yeah, I mean Go just check out, see uh, see what's I mean What is it called? What, what is, sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to put a plug for my cousin out there. She's making masks. Yeah, like okay. Right now, think about essential workers making uh, essential think, business. Hold on, I think it's a uh, loser club design, right? Yeah, uh, she's looking it up. Go ahead. It's my bad. Yeah, uh, essential jobs are <clears throat> peaking right now. So yeah, dude, apply for an essential job. So yeah, uh, quick plug, quick shout out to Losers Club Design. Uh, that's my cousin out there in Los Angeles. She was, she's taking orders. Hit her up on her Instagram. That's um, but yeah, dude, like there's people out there like hustling, trying to find a way to like me- make ends meet. Like, um, so I- I'm gonna just put myself in blast. I'm a person that I like the idea of socialist uh, network system or. Um, financial system or financial support systems that allow people to come out of poverty you know i'm not saying that uh because you need those uh financial help that you stay there those things are set to be able to get you out and for you to be able to um flourish right i'm a person that believes in social capitalism where the people on top help out the people on bottom but they're not um they're not held to do to do so so if you if uh, this is just my 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 idea of it. So let's say I I gain um, an achievement in something, then I see someone starting up something. My success in my in this uh, society scenario, I would reach out to let's say Pablo. He's starting up something. I'm like, yo, I see that. Which you know you can say in capitalism that does exist, but usually in um, in a capitalistic society, let's take in for instance. Um, Amazon, uh, let's say I'm Amazon and I see you starting up something, I buy you out, not because I see the potential in you, I buy you out because I see the, um, what is it, the, oh my god, when you, uh, ah. the profit? No, 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 uh, not the profit, the, like, you're my competition. Okay, okay, the threat, like, I see, threat. yeah, you're the threat to me, I don't see you as something that can prosper and be amazing, and you, you're, if you're, you can't be them, join them, yeah, <laughs> I don't see you as, as that person that you're going to flourish and become successful, and, you know, I don't see you as that, I see you as a threat, mm-hmm. so I buy you out, and when I buy you out, I'll make your product way better than you're mm-hmm. doing it, and probably cheaper than you, so, um, 
you have those companies doing that to a lot of people and mm-hmm. suffocating their lives out of them. So that's when you start seeing like people, like the protesters. Some of them are just like startups that are trying to come up and you know get something out of their lives, and then you have this happen. And because they're seen as non-essential, they have to close down. Me personally, I would understand why you would want to protest that. Mm-hmm. You know. I think we could all agree that we're not against the protesting. I think we're against the irresponsibility that yeah. these people are taking towards these yes. protesting. If you want to protest, make it something that you can be proud of. Make it something that you're going to positively you know, spread with other people that you're going to inspire, that you're going to show a movement that is worth fighting for, that you're going to say, even if those people that are not... Maybe maybe I don't believe in that cause, but say, hey, you know what? I mean, good for them. They're standing up for what they believe. Like it's they're doing it the right way. They're they're they truly believe this for yeah. for the future. You know. So like building off of what you're saying right now, um, I see a if you let's say if I were to schedule a protest as uh, to the shutdown and everything, right? For me, I would do a protest that would be inclusive to all people. If you look into the protesters, I'm not trying to, you know, point out who's protesting, but there's a certain type of uh, complexion that is protesting these things. Um, I hope you understand, (laughs) you know, and if I'm a protest to something that is showing inequality, it's going to take part with a lot of other communities. It's going to be part of the Hispanic community that are suffering if they have small businesses. It's going to be part of or the... Or that they're not legal yeah. here, that yeah. they can't... Exactly. Be. Like, okay, for me, a perfect reason to protest is if if I were to be married to someone who is undocumented, and only because that person was undocumented, I couldn't receive a stimulus check. That doesn't seem fair. I'm American. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> and that, Americans deserve it. Yeah. So. Why can't Why can't that person who is American still receive that stimulus check? Only because they're married to someone that might be, um, you know, undocumented. They don't receive anything. That seems unfair. You know. So for me, if you're gonna protest it, protest with, like, the mind of equality involve other people other communities if it's a community that you're still against you know be it the lgbt community but there's people in the lgbt community that are suffering off of this coronavirus uh situation off of the shutdowns too if you're really wanting to show that you know you want to make a progress about this involve those you might not look kindly onto them you might not be in accordance to them but when you show other people that hey I'm suffering, they're suffering, we're suffering, that makes more sense than just, I need a haircut suffering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I said right now, like, protesting to me is basically, protesting to me is basically um, trying to fix the system or trying to trying to point out things that are wrong in the system <coughs> to... To be able to make a better life for the people and and the people coming after us. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing right now is basically just... Um, they're whiny babies. Whining, yeah. Mm-hmm. And one wrong is not going to fix... It's not going to fix a wrong. Like, the, the, 
the, the thing in mind right now that they should start thinking about is how can we make this better? Yep. How how can how yeah how can we help um, the ones that are missing out? You know, like the businesses that are shut down. Uh, instead of them trying to figure out a way to better America right now uh, in in this crisis, they're just affecting people that are still employed and affecting people that are at risk of losing their life. Like, what what gain do they get by? You know, stopping uh, traffic outside of hospitals or breaking into um, um, federal buildings. You know, that's asinine. And that when you, when you start speaking into that point, you know, um, it all starts with astroturfing. Do you, like, do you guys know what that is? Uh, no. So astroturfing is, you know what astroturf is, right? Uh, like the fake grass. Yeah. So after oh, yeah. Astro, astroturf is basically fake grass. Uh-huh. So when I say that that movement is an after after uh, astroturf uh, movement, it's meaning it's a fake movement. It's a uh, so there's a there's another word that you that I don't know if a lot of people have heard, but like grassroots movement, meaning that grassroots it, it, it has a root in something and it's growing from that it's not something that's being forced of course it does have some force uh, for, some forcement to it but it's not being like um like uh, uh stoked by like false information or it doesn't have a narrative that leads people to a a different uh view of things so for me like a lot of these people have been astroturf to believe in that what they're doing is right you know and i think that's where you know if you go into it a little bit deeper it, it's coming from like their social media uh the the email list that they've subscribed to that you know uh certain organizations have um one thing that i've learned is that certain organizations have taken the opportunity to get a lot of people's emails and sell send out all these uh email lists to multiple people with so many inf- like misleading information and then those email lists that they have they just sell them to other people mm-hmm. that way that whole uh, mechanism keeps going you know so it's easy to get it's easy to propagate an idea as deliberate movement easily because these um these people that are trying to control that movement they have these people's like email lists, social media accounts that they can easily fire uh, like misleading things. And and I have a question for you guys. Like, how do you feel about like social media uh, and the way that it's played a role in like society in leading conspiracy theories, leading um, crazy people, uh, leading certain organizations, like just the way that social media has led ideas out there. Like, how do you feel? How do y'all feel about that? I think I think it's not a physical uh, weapon, but I think it's a weapon for sure. I think social media, well, I think it goes back, you know, the internet is such a good uh, potential tool for knowledge and for growth. But also, I think that social media could be a really negative, dark space. Um, I mean, aside from this, I think... Uh, you know up to now a lot of people 
struggle with bullying, struggle with, you know, all these standards. And definitely what's going on, it's not an exception. I think it's just a, the cherry on top. Um, I definitely could um, relate to a lot of people that maybe are are not always on the news, that are not always reading, that are not always, you know, um, connected to a fountain of knowledge from maybe a, a grandpa that is super acknowledged, uh, you know, knowledgeable or a husband that reads a lot and, and is aware of everything. You know what I mean? Thank God I have I have you, Gio, because I, you know, you love to to know more and all that stuff and honestly i kind of uh, strain away from it because it kind of stresses me out and it, it, it brings a little bit of fear um not for myself but for the future and not because of me but because of others unfortunately because i could control my actions but i can't control other people's actions mm-hmm. um so that's definitely something that maybe uh, I'm not so involved with all that stuff in my social media. It's more like puppies and like <laughs> <laughs> stuff that I want to look at, you know. But um, uh, going back to that, I definitely do go to social media to get knowledge. You know, maybe yeah. I, I'm not I'm not so much of a news person because everybody reports different, and sometimes they report wrong and stuff like that. And sometimes social media is the best way to get maybe like accurate or you know yeah i think social media is the quickest way to get information yes um especially if it's something that's happening at the moment social media is definitely the first place that you can turn to to get quick information but sometimes it might be misleading information which has happened multiple times before definitely social media uh nowadays is what people are watching more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, people don't even watch the regular news anymore. Mm-mm. If anything, they'll wait till they see something on their news feed, on their Facebook or Instagram. And I mean, NBC, Fox News, uh, pretty much every news st- uh, station, uh, local news has a social media. And they'll post current events uh, and... And whatever's going on, they'll they'll televise it on your social media. You can be on Facebook watching the regular news, or the the only and the, but the only bad thing is that there's a lot of fake news on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, you might find some good information from somebody that's actually uh, let's say something's going on in Europe. Mm-hmm. You might be able to see somebody from Europe give you firsthand, you know, news. But the bad thing is that there's also a lot of people that are just trying to get shares and likes and trying to just, you know, get popular. And they'll post any any dumb thing that will catch your attention. And sadly, people that don't get informed or people that don't uh, do their personal research, just like I tell a lot of people, if you're afraid that the world's going to end, then start reading the Bible. Because if you start reading your Facebook feed, then you're probably going to be... Uh, terrified to go to sleep tonight or no yeah um for me uh, social media i learned from a very young age not to trust everything that was being posted online yeah um that's something that i always um uh, i always tell you <laughs> like she always shows me something and i'm like double check it where did you get that or where from? or where did you where did you find that at and yeah. she usually tells me facebook and, I'm, and I always tell her, I don't trust Facebook. 
if you're going to want to trust something, take an extra step. Just one extra step and Google it. Yeah. Try to find a, a different source that says the same thing as this source. But sometimes people, either because they don't have enough time to do that or because they're not even going to bother to do that, they just read the headline uh-huh. of it and they're like, that's all I need to know. And I think that a lot of people that have been in these protests have let themselves to just read the headlines that they want to hear. And they're like, that's enough for me to go protest. Uh This is communism. This is tyranny. You know, why should I do this one thing that the government's trying to keep me safe? Why should I do that? No, I, I, I have the ability to take my own choices. You know, clearly the choices that they've been taking haven't been the right ones literally screaming at people protesting with guns protesting with confederate flags so i've even seen some posts with uh people with swastikas on them it's like you're you're you want to protest all this but yet you're not willing to, to condemn the other people that are coming out with like those other things you know and it doesn't help when and I'm a fan of a couple of people. When you have a president who literally ends up tweeting out, liberate Mississippi, liberate New Jersey, liberate New Mexico, liberate Tennessee, liberate uh, New York, so on and so on, that keeps on telling these people, it's fine what you're protesting, it's completely okay, and go ahead and do that. When I see that, then to me, that's like, there's an ulterior motive to all this. There's someone playing this out there's someone that wants these things to happen for a reason why you know and and it, it, it in my opinion if um if we don't let if we don't keep an eye on these uh certain organizations we're gonna start seeing what happened in michigan which is kind of scary that uh, seeing people go into the state capitol with guns, Dude, this masks. It's like a movie. It's it's a movie. I was telling Shayla, that reminds me of Handmaid's Tales. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen Handmaid's Tales? <sighs> Handmaid's Tales, it's a story about what if a religious group, it doesn't really say a religious group that it is, but what if a religious group becomes a military powered um mili- uh, militia and they take over a large amount of the country in the name of god in the name of their god yeah and they do as they as they wish onto the people that have stayed in that country to live by the doctrine that they believe in to me if anything that sounds more like communism yeah. So, like, when when I start seeing the people in 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 those state capital in that state capital with the masks on, with the guns, standing up like soldiers, like really proud of what they're doing, really proud of what they're doing, it reminds me of those certain certain uh, stories. I mean, it was a book. That book that show was a book, or is a book. And when I see those, it reminds me of the TV show because when you see the TV show, they're soldiers, they're uh, military, they're militia, whatever you want to call them. And they believe. Look exactly like them. Yeah. Dress the same way, look the same way, act the same way. I'm like, that is scary. Yeah. 
that the, to me that is something to be afraid of when you see these people acting like that and thinking that it's okay and um i was listening to a podcast um it's called uh, the worst year ever and i thought i think that's a perfect fitting name to their podcast because uh, they were just calling it the worst year ever because it was going to be the presidential presidential election and that's what they were going to talk about mostly mm. just the presidential election they were breaking down all the candidates for the democrats and uh breaking down a bunch of other informations uh people behind uh campaigns and policies and all that stuff but then the coronavirus hit you know and uh they 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 talked about the protesters and they did a a, con, a, com, a comparison to an organization that a lot of people are, are well known of which was ISIS when ISIS first started over in uh in Iraq uh, they were just like a really small group. They were like a faction of uh, I forgot what uh, what terrorist group is out there, but they were just like a small group of a faction, and they took over a a small city. Well, not a small city, but they took over a city called Raqqa, and Raqqa became the capital of the Islamic State when they took over, right? But they just started as this small little group with an idea of we want the power, and this is how we're gonna take it. And, that rem- and the guy said, that reminds me of what could happen. This podcast, that podcast that I was listening to came out like a couple of weeks ago prior to what happened in Michigan, right? And the guy was like, I wouldn't be surprised if there would be a militia group that rises and wants to take control of certain locations. And then when that happened, that blew my mind. I was like, damn, that's, that's a scary situation. Mm-hmm. To live in a world where these people who live their lives by conspiracy theories, live their lives by what they think is right, and then they're like, you know what? Give me my gun. Give me my vest. Let me go to the state capitol and let me protest right. my rights. And those people are ready. They're ready. Those people have been ready for years for this moment. And imagine... A world with a whole bunch of Joe Exotics running Dude. wild. Oh my god. And why can't they just play with cats? Yeah. I just think that uh this is uh if the if this doesn't get handled pretty soon, uh it will get worse. And And it's unnecessary. It is, man. Um, it's something that, and it, it, it's it's also very a, a, a slippery slope because if you start, if the government or if the if the state governments were to start kind of like, um, like following and and uh, surveilling these people. There's a there's a certain amount of um, like laws that they're breaking while doing that, and that in, that in and of itself is also scary because then you have the government like um, surveilling these people, and that is definitely something that you can say nobody wants. Nobody wants the government to oversee everything that you do, which I don't want it, you know. Yeah, I have a Google Home, and definitely Google's listening to everything that we're doing here. You know, but that's because 
I've given them a certain amount of um, authority over that. Yeah. But it comes to a certain point where the government wants to come in and know every single aspect of our lives, which to a certain extent they already do. Yeah. You know. So, but there's people that have taken that concept and that idea to like a whole other extreme, and it's led them to that type of behavior. But I believe the government needs to know what's going on because of people like them. These protesters are doing the craziest things, and we they could be our neighbors. At this point, like the way that they behave by like covering so covering their faces up. Yeah. So, okay. I don't know if you remember the Charlottesville um, rally that happened where, like, that one guy ran over uh, the the people. This was not... This was a while back. A yeah, this was, like, ago. a while back ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I do. So, um, after that that uh, that rally that they had, a lot of uh, people that were in those rallies started losing their jobs because people started looking for their faces in social media and everything, Right. So what they've like literally decided to do after that rally was anytime they have those type of uh, protest or anything is that they always cover their faces mm. because they know that one of the they, they know this. They know that if one of the people that are in their little group, one of them's definitely going to lose their shit and just start shooting. Dude, what happened last time that there was a uh, rally downtown Dallas uh, because of the police officers? Because I think they were, it was, uh, I think, a uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. And uh, people started getting, people ended up getting shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's no way to, we don't need to get there. Yeah. And I, I think you're you're bringing up, uh, I don't know if you're, you're taking it to this point, but like, Imagine if Black Lives Matter were to protest the same way that these people protested. Yeah. With guns. It wouldn't be taken. Okay. Well, what I'm trying to. Well, I think I'm, I'm, I'm taking it somewhere else. I'm no, you know, you're going kind of like the way that I'm going. Okay. This has happened before. But it was black people. I did not, I did not want to play this card. But we're going to have to get it. We're going to have to get it here. It's fine. Um, this is the opposite race. Um so instead of them getting police enforced on them there's people handing out masks for them or people you know like there's i haven't seen anybody being like i haven't seen any like officials or military come in to try to contain these people so they could go home they're they're out there doing all this freely yeah a perfect example is uh when um i don't know if you guys are uh remember standing rock where people in um in, in North Dakota, I can't remember if it was North Dakota. I think it was North Dakota. They were protesting against a, a pipeline that was being ran huh. through sacred indigenous land. And they were protesting it. And they were met with uh, rubber bullets, uh, water cannons, uh, p- uh, pepper spray, and all that. And they were protesting peacefully. And the only time it got really aggressive is when the uh, police officials or whatever they were started, you know, calling it it was a riot when you call it a riot you have the authority to start uh suppressing people mm. right so once the once uh, the the whatever military or government uh, agency was they called them a riot that's when they started you know hitting them with private spray and everything and they were protesting peacefully but they were basically 
taken to the point where they had to be a little bit more aggressive because they were being aggressed upon, you know. But these people who are showing up with guns and everything, they don't even get told. They don't even get pushed back. They don't even, and they're going into a state capital. It's not even in an open field. Yeah. It's a state capital. So what happened to those people that went in with the guns? Nothing really. Like uh, the police really didn't stop them. They still got into the building. the The police, all they really could do was just limited them to the uh, locations that they would they would be able to go into. But I mean, it's a, it's a really dicey situation because you have people with guns. I think I heard that Michigan's reopening uh, venues for concerts. <laughs> yeah, they are. That they're moving way too fast, and I believe that all these people protesting and all these rallies are kind of scaring the people that are in charge because they're like, you know what, just give them what they want. And um, and and, it, and it's not smart. Like it's not. You, they're pretty much uh, digging their own grave. And there, there's been a spike in cases in, in yeah. Michigan. No, and, it, and it's going to get worse in those cities because they're just refusing to care about anybody. And it's mm-hmm. sad. Well, I hope these artists are not going to those venues that they're real. Oh, no. Like, a lot of people are refusing to even do any yeah. type of uh, live concert or stuff like that. Yeah, if I was offered, like, let's say... If if I, if I was famous and if I was offered to go to do a show right now, I'll be like, eh, I don't think so. I don't. Oh no, yeah, but so, so to to start closing this out, my my whole opinion in the situation is this whole movement is just not real. Yeah. It doesn't have a lot of substance, but only because it doesn't have a substance, it's holding an idea that's being implanted into a lot of people. Um, like for me, the the scariest thing is that a lot of the people protesting are anti-vaxxers also. Mm. So I I find it really bad because these people are going to start wanting to take more power in politics. And you're going to start seeing, this is just me predicting and hopefully it's not a true thing. But uh, the same way that I said the Tea Party did this, I have a feeling that this liberate movement's going to do this you're going to start seeing more people in congress or whatever um political um uh what is it um position is out there you're going to see more anti-vaxxer politicians out there where they literally tell people it's okay don't vaccine don't vaccine your kids and don't take whatever vaccines out there like that for me is a scary situation where you start telling people it's okay to not protect yourself against certain sicknesses. Or when you start telling um, large masses of people this whole thing is fake and I'm a person in power in the government telling you this whole thing is fake. Yeah. So for me, like, you're, I, I have a feeling you're, you're going to see it eventually, someone that's going to take a stance on, you know, anti-vaccines and all this stuff and... They're gonna be. They're gonna be a politician. That that that's that's my opinion in this whole situation. You got you got opinion. Um, not really. Like <laughs> I feel like. I mean, this is not gonna stop right now. I think they're yeah. gonna they're gonna continue to go. I think this is something that even if we. I mean, we already reopened like a lot of states, probably mm-hmm. half of the country. 
But I just feel like these people, I'm not trying to call people these people, but people that are protesting right now are just trying to, I guess they're bored. Because now that we're, I mean, now that they're going to be able to go back to work, they're gonna, they're those people that are rowdy, like rowdied up to be able to walk around with their guns, and that's dangerous. Yep. Because, I mean, dude, people walking around with guns in the city is not. It's 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 not it. It wouldn't make me feel comfortable. Nah. Like, imagine if people in Texas were to do that. Yeah. That would be a weird feeling. Because a lot of people in Texas carry yeah. legally and illegally. And what I told people right now is just people that are bored at home. Wait till they're broke and bored. Dude. Then we're going to see some crazy stuff. Hopefully we don't get there, man. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so my, my final thoughts is in this is if you see information out there, Take an extra step to verify it. Yeah. Take an extra step to find at least something that contradicts what you have found. Don't be afraid of the opposite opinion. Sometimes when you see the opposite opinion, it opens up your eye and you can make a better, you can construct a better opinion in the situation of everything. And I wish a lot of people could have done that, especially in those in those protests. Mm-hmm. I wish they could have looked into a, something a little bit more deeper and said, you know what, we're probably going to do this wrong. Can we just do this a little bit different? But because we're quarantined, because exactly like you said, we're bored, we feel like we need something to do. It's like this TikTok that I said, uh, that, I, that I saw. <laughs> the guy's like, hey, are you dumb? And the guy in the couch is like, yeah, I'm dumb. He's like, you want to go to the beach? I was like, yeah, let's go to the beach. All right, let me call 16 others. I feel like that's in the, that's the world we're living in right now. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And for me, it's like, just just be smart in what you listen to. Be smart in what you're, you're consuming. And keep an open mind to the opposite side. Yeah. Because... Like I said from the beginning of the, of all this, the reasons why they're protesting, they're valid reasons. But some are not. And the ones that are not are being the loudest. And they're showing the worst side of people. And that's sad. Definitely. And I've protested before. You protested before? Yeah. Where? I protested my senior... Uh, I think it was my senior year in high school. Oh, did you walk out? I walked out. Dude, I walked out too. Did you walk out? No. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, it's a... Uh, it was a whole... It was a... Hispanic... Uh, Hispanic... I went to the actual... You actually went to the actual one? Yeah. So you've protested? Mm-hmm. protested? Yeah. I walked out of my middle school. and everything. Yeah. What? <laughs> I think I have pictures. Man. Yeah. I walked out. We walked out of uh, my middle school and we walked all the way to downtown Dallas. So from North Dallas to downtown Dallas, that was a long walk. They had The school had to literally pick us up in school buses to take us back to school. When we got back to school, dude, dude, when we got back to school, it was... It was bad. Okay, I'm tired. Pick me up now. No, it was bad. The way, well, the way that we walked out, and then, well, 
I didn't have to walk all the way to the destination. I got picked up by friends. But it was sketchy. I mean, there was a whole bunch of people in trucks, like like five, ten people in the in the bed of a truck. I mean, I I, I almost lost my life that day. The truck. I mean, people are stupid, yeah. and like at that moment, like it might be a right reason, but people can act stupid. Yeah. The, the, the truck that I got in with a couple of my friends, they the, the guy was playing games and like taking off, burning out, and whenever I got, I was getting on, like. Dude, he decided to speed up like crazy, and I almost fell back. Luckily, one of my friends like caught me, and he pulled me into the truck. Another girl, sadly, she slammed. <laughs> bro, Ooh. she slammed belly first. I felt so bad. I saw it in slow motion, and these things happened, bro. Like this was one that I saw. I'm pretty sure there was more incidents that day, and mm-hmm. we were high school kids. Like we were just kids protesting because we wanted we wanted an opportunity. I guess to to get a real job, you know, like me being like not being from this country, like that that protest was able to I guess open a way for DACA students to get a social, to get an opportunity yeah. to work and to be able to I guess become somewhat legal in this country. Yeah, which I get the point of protesting. It does work when the system is not like when the system is is, is like broken or it doesn't work to like. For the normal that we're in now, I mean, the system was created for a reason, but obviously, uh, life changes, the world changes, the situation, circumstances change, and you have to you have to uh, speak out to be heard. But but as you learned responsibly. But yeah, you, we must be responsible, and we must we must see the big picture and not try to be selfish. And definitely not break into freaking federal buildings, <laughs> like, dude. Because uh, it, it. I mean, like I said, I was. We were kids, and I seen a lot of stuff that it wasn't like caused like unintentional. Accidentally, people got hurt, got injured that day. Right now, these guys are walking around with ARs, AK-47s, like, like it's nothing. Like if we're in a third world country where you yeah. know we're like if i mean we live in the u.s bro one of the most free countries ever i mean you you can't tell me you don't do you don't have you, like you can't do what you want i do whatever the heck i want every day yeah and I, I don't even belong like i'm not even from this country <laughs> and that's what that's what i say like nobody's taking your freedom away yeah nobody's taking anything no one has taken anything away from us the only thing that they've asked us is to restrain ourselves as much as possible. Yeah. It's just take a vacation. Take some time off. Because if you don't, it could possibly end a large... Like, it could probably hurt a lot of people that you know. Yep. Well, guys, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. It's been a, it's been a podcast that, you know, I worked on a little bit and... Um, did my own little research and i hope it brought you some information that you can that you can you know spread out there and, and enjoy also i hope uh, it educated you on 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 something that is valid to do protesting is completely valid and if you find a reason that you would that you would like to protest on something do it i mean it's it's a perfect way for the people to be heard you know they always tell us the perfect way to be heard is to vote but there's more than that you know, there 
by protesting it does just doesn't mean uh, a group of people it also can mean just you know protesting might be like you don't buy from like certain locations that you know contribute to something that you're not in favor of you know um you know and all that stuff don't be afraid to stand up for what you believe in whatever it is as much as i don't like the protesters and and they're protesting they have the complete right to do so and that's america and that's the beauty of america do we have the complete the complete right to um criticize them we do and that's what we're doing here (laughs) and we will and we will so that has been another episode of life is raw um probably got anything to plug in any podcasts from multiple ones that you do uh just um i guess just follow me on my instagram and i'll keep you updated because i guess right now sports well we don't have any sports so there's not much to talk about but i'm working on it and on my personal podcast well I'm still working on content for that one, but I mean, it, it, I'm I'm gonna be more consistent. So uh, just follow me on IG, and I'll continue to post anything that I have new going on. And uh, just continue to wash your hands, man. Yes, continue to wash your hands, Sheila. You got anything? I just I don't have any plugs, <laughs> not yet. But just stay safe. Think of others. Think of humanity, and I think that tomorrow will be a better day. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that we get to keep on giving you more content. Uh, We'll keep you updated. We'll try our best to keep on putting these podcasts out there. We thank you for listening to us on uh, iTunes, Spotify, um, and anywhere else that you can find this podcast in. And I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode. I kind of want to roll out with this song just because I think it's uh, it's a good song to... uh, to protest too it's a little rage rage against the machine <laughs>